You are listening to It's Five O'Clock Somewhere podcast, your favorite podcast for entrepreneurs. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back to another episode of It's Five O'Clock Somewhere podcast show. Uh, this is episode seven, and we have a special guest, Miss Nick Nicole Kane with Nick PR Boutique and Epic Mass Mind Experience, yo. Woohoo! Hey, everybody. Woo-hoo. So, Nikki, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, um, thank you for having you me. Back from your Christmas vacation, and just came straight on the show. So, what's your mm-hmm. Yep. So, <laughs> tell us. Tell us about yourself. Ooh, well, that's an open-ended question. Um, so I am, like I said, I just got back into San Diego from the Midwest. So I am born and raised Wisconsin girl. Um, came out here about two and a half years ago, just really wanting to make a change and make a difference in my life. I knew that what I was meant to do was something bigger than just kind of being back home and living the basic nine to five and, you know, get settled down and get married by the time you're 28 and have children and do all those things and have a home. And it just kind of wasn't the right path for me. So one day I came on a vacation in San Diego and I loved it so much that um, I came back a couple of weeks later and got a job and said yes and packed everything and moved out here just kind of on a whim, not knowing anyone or anything. And decided to kind of go that route and life has never been the same ever since so midwest girl um trying to keep the midwest values um here in southern california <laughs> so what a, a nice short a nice short version values speak of i never heard of that what was that so what what is this midwest valley that you speak of um you know there's just a different type of work ethic that I think the Midwest has compared to California. So one of the things that, you know, I noticed there's a humility. So when I started out here in California, I was doing a sales job and making phone calls and doing that. And of course, everybody's like, you have an accent. Where are you from? Like, it's not an accent. I'm like, I said, bag funny, I guess. But um, it was kind of pulling from that Wisconsin. And they said, you know, there's just a difference of how we work and how we do sales or how we kind of communicate with people or how we work with a different type of humility and integrity. Okay. Not to say that California doesn't have it, but it's just different in the Midwest. I don't know if it's because we all start working really young and we do things differently, but there's just, uh, there's kind of like this gut. I live very much off my gut instinct for a lot of things. And so I think there's a lot of that as well. Um, somewhat in the Midwest, but it's just, we're used to getting up, you know, we grew up on or near farms. We grow up really having to, we're the ones out, you know, snow shoveling and mowing the lawn and doing all the things with our families. Um, so there's just a, this work ethic that's instilled in us mm-hmm. a little bit differently. Um, and so one of the things that I wanted and you know, you can come out to California and you can really make a lot of sacrifices or you can subject yourself to a lot of different things here. Um, But for me, it was one of those, I'd rather be broke for all intents and purposes for the rest of my life, but knowing that I'm doing things the right way, doing them with honesty, integrity, following my morals and following my values, instead of just throwing everything to the wind and saying, well, mm, to get a quick buck, I'll do this or I'll lie, I'll deceive, I'll deceit. 
and doing that. And so I think there's a huge difference with that. Um, and, and you can see it with people. And I think that's, you know, cultivating the relationships that I have is, you know, for me, it's quality over quantity. And, and that comes a lot and not everybody believes that way. And that's fine. That's, that's my opinion and how I choose to live. Um, and I think it's a great thing, but it's, so that's kind of just something that I've brought up. Just got a little bit of a different style than most people, if you will. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So you own a PR boutique and a mm-hmm. experience. So how yeah. did you get started in that? So I actually, I just got really fed up of working for other people. Um, and I decided I actually was sitting down with a client one day that I was working with and, and he kind of said, Hey, I really want you to represent me and, and work on things with myself for the business where I want to go, the aspirations that I have with everything. And I was like, okay, that sounds interesting. And like, well, I'm not really keen on where I'm at in the moment. Um, but it was always taking my, everything that I've really done over the years, I've always used to say, if I could get paid to be a professional networker, I would love to do that. Connect people, put them in the direction that they need to go, where they need to be, help set them up for those things. And so it kind of just at that time, the right opportunity and the right moment presented itself. And so I said, okay, well, because I'm not just going to do something on the side, I literally quit my job, started Nick PR Boutique um, and had to go out and find clients to represent and to figure out how do I help them make their dreams come true um, and get them into the position and the goals and the, and the spots that they want to be. Um, so it kind of just grew from there um, and started going that route. So, which has turned into a combination of working now more as a consultant and working further and deeper in businesses as well. Um, just to make that happen from that side of it. And then that also brought light to Epic Mastermind Experience, which is um, more of a passion project than anything else um, that I partnered up on. And that's a whole long, we'll, we'll dive into that late in a little right. bit, I'm sure. <laughs> so what inspired to become an entrepreneur? What's the What inspired I get surprised? Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's the ups and downs. It's, you see on social media, you see the glamour of it all. And you see all these people making money and you see all of, you see everything on the front end, but you don't see the back end work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the biggest shock. And it was one of those, I used to, I'd like write something and I'd be really proud of it. And then someone would be like, ooh, well, you could tweak this. Or, oh, it could be this way. Or, oh, it could be this way. And they're like, oh, you're not doing this right. Oh, you need to go this way. So it's it's the true roller coaster of the up and down. And I remember, like, texting one of my girlfriends one day crying. And I'm like, am I this horrible? Like, am I just this bad? And she goes, honey, welcome to our, you know, welcome to the world of being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And so she sent me a text message with the photo of just, you know, you've got your highs, your ups, your downs, your lows. And you just zigzag back and forth. Um, And, but you have the moments that truly are some of the best when you realize that you've accomplished something or you, you shine a light in an area that maybe you didn't, or you've opened a door for someone or you've allowed them to share their truth or their authenticity. Or one of the, the projects that we worked on this year, I spent a lot of time political lobbying. And so we changed the laws and it was just like, wow, to realize the effect that you can have um, those small moments and those wins, all of the the little things and the small things, good and bad, all build up to the accomplishments and the great things. So it's, it's my my biggest thing lately is 
making sure every day to find something that I'm grateful for. And, and on my Facebook lives and when I'm kind of talking and every time I see an 11-11 sequence or a one eleven sequence or whatever it may be, it's really before I wish for anything or ask for anything, I, I say thank you. And I say that I'm grateful um, that it's here and where it's showing that I'm meant to be and kind of those things. So I think it just kind of bringing back to that core root, even with the bad days of, and if you can't find anything, be thankful that you're fucking alive. <laughs> you know, so that's, that's how I look at it. So what are you passionate about? You know, I see like you seem like you kind of person love helping people, but what are you, you know, what are some of your passion in your life, passion of, you know, being an entrepreneur? Yeah. So probably my most recent passion is the four-legged creature that just joined um the family so he's adorable that's like i think he has won over my heart um so we've got a four-month-old puppy named zion or he's almost five months now um so that's like a great spot that's kind of gives you like the drive and the excitement every day even when you're tired so you know want to get up or um to play with him or even when he's biting at things you you if you want to learn how to test your patience get a working dog um like this. <laughs> yes. um, but the other thing would be, and, and one of the big things that I'm launching and working towards in 2019 is really a movement of, of making sure that people are, don't feel left alone, whether they're an entrepreneur, whether they are still working a nine to five or working for someone is really understanding that you, you are not alone. And so one of the struggles that I felt growing up, but then also stepping into the entrepreneur world was is that again, with social media and the glamour and photos and shiny objects, everybody seems to think we all live this fabulous life and everybody's like, you're crushing it. And I'm like, little do you know, 10 minutes ago, I was crying in the bathroom by myself, but no one wants to own up to that. No one wants to admit that they have anxiety, that they have depression, that they might not fucking know how to make a chart, a flow chart, or they might not know how to put together their click funnels. They might not know how to put the best email. They're not the best content writer. And the problem is we all put on this front and act like we can do all this or that we're great and that it's not a problem, yet we're all crumbling inside and then we all feel alone and, and you explode. And, and so one of those things is it's really kind of my passion and my goal for 2019 is really to launch that, the movement of you are not alone and having that reach out to people um, and be vulnerable and really saying it's okay to be your authentic self because especially here, that's in Southern California, it's huge when you've got so many photoshopped and beautiful women that have changed the looks of who they are and what they do. And, you know, you find out people are comparing photos and, and we do, and I'm, Hey, I'm guilty of it. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie about it. Like I can't stand it. Um, but it's still, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm not as pretty as her. I can't post this photo. Oh my goodness. I have a zit today. I can't do this. Oh, I can't go on live today just because my hair's crazy. My hair's crazy every day though. So it's like, just get over it, be authentic, be you. And that's what makes it um, the best thing. And so that's really what I'm passionate about coming this year and, and being more open about it um, is to really allow people to not feel alone and to let them know that they can chase their dreams. They can follow whatever it is that they want. Um, but do it by being yourself. Quit being fake. So who are some of your biggest influencers? Ooh, that's a great question. I would say the number one would actually probably be my mother. Okay. Um, she is an upstanding, upstanding woman. It was really good to go spend a couple of days with her. Um, and actually just every time we're together, now that we live halfway across the country, 
but it's, we always end up, at least there's one night that we have a very raw and open conversation. And I learn more about who she is as a woman now, but also who she was, how she was when I was growing up, how she had to carry herself, how she hand, had to handle certain things with our family. Um, because of the situation that, that we were in, um, and some of those things. And so I think for her, I, you know, I always say if I could be half the woman that she is, then I'll, I'll be doing pretty good (laughs) and making a difference, um, you know, and, and changing lives because she's definitely doing that. Um, that would probably be my biggest one. My other biggest influence, you know, it's a couple of the people that are around around me. Um, my best friend and partner, Ali, he's a pain in my butt as he sits over there, but you know, it's, (laughs) but I love him, you know, it's that, that type of friendship and that type of partnership that we have is we learn from each other and we push and we grow. And, and again, every day we'll push each other's buttons somehow, some way. Um, but we also see that we both have a strength and we both have something that's so much bigger than every day kind of picture and from his story of where he came from it's just kind of that inspiration of going okay when you come from nothing and you've got to start from scratch and you learn it's just that you know don't tell this person that they can't because he will prove you wrong in every aspect and so it's really cool sometimes he drags us on new adventures we're going to start another business and it's just like oh my gosh are we what are we doing but it's just like he's this vision and I I admire that because sometimes I don't have that so he's just got that gumption and goes for it so he's a huge influence um in my life on a daily basis uh for that i'm trying to think of who i think it's a mix you know i've got it's different people that i listen to for different things um in my life so i guess it depends on the moment but those are probably the two most impactful people that i really um share my life with and look up to um, but I suppose if there's, I don't know, I don't really have another major. I've got little bits and pieces from everyone else that I guess I would pull from. Oprah? So it just depends. Um, I, I just love embodying Oprah. I think I did this somewhere else the other day and I was like, and you get a card and you get a card and you get a card. And I like started doing that and I was like, oh my God, I'm like the white girl Oprah right now. Like just trying to give away something. It was the funniest thing ever. And people, and people just laughed. Um, so no, I think she's, you know, there's so many world changers out there and, and I think, um, we all make a difference in everyone's lives, you know, for, for me, it's the, it's also the person, you know, I look at Marshall Gillen has become a dear friend and I look at someone like that who, you know, the whole world doesn't know him, but he's someone that is inspiring and influential because he wants to make a change and for the better. And he gets, he's from the Midwest as well, which is why we connect very, very well on that side. And so it's somebody that wants to just make that small difference Mm -hmm. in, in other people's lives and put other people first while also serving themselves in, in a good and positive and healthy way. Um, So some of that, anybody that's out there that truly is trying to make a difference is in it's they're an influence because we all have to come together. You know, it was, it used to be somebody made a comp- com- comment to me at an event. And I was, he was like, well, how can I help you? I go promote my event. I'll promote yours. Like I'll post like, let's do it. Well, well, we're in competition. I'm like, 
whatever we to try to help each other and work to help people trying to give back and we're putting thought leaders together we're gathering things like you can't have that closed minded look so pretty much anybody that has an open-minded look and has those open concepts it, it's an influence to me because i pull those little bits if they share that moment of vulnerability stage or in a video or privately and just allow someone else to open up and not feel so alone those people whether i know you or not you're I was like, where'd we go for a little bit? Yeah, Are we back? You froze and came back on. I'm back. I'm back. I know. Well, that's literally, I froze for four days and now I'm back in California. It's still cold. <laughs> I still have a, I have a huge heater sitting in front of me right here. That's really? why I'm glowing like orange a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a big heater right there because I still like my warmth. <laughs> yeah, okay. well, let's get to the next question then. So what advice would you give to people who are looking to become an entrepreneur or who just started their journey? Ooh, fucking go for it. Just do it. Yeah. Don't, and don't let other people's opinions, like they're not paying your fucking bills. Mm. So stop holding off. I spent so much time doing that of being like, oh, well, what are they going to say? Oh, well, what if they do this? Fuck them. Is it their business? Are they paying your bills? No. Go do it. If what you're yeah. doing is right, <laughs> I mean, if it's, if it's right, Hopefully, hopefully it is. You know what I mean? Go. Like, don't let anyone stop you. Don't let anyone judge you, criticize, critique you. It's going to happen either way. The time is going to pass either way. Just go for it. You know, I put a lot of my life on hold for, for wondering and, and being nervous about if someone was going to judge or say it. And I'm like, well, half of them are judging me anyways. I might as well be doing what I want and be judged for it than not doing what I want and being judged for it. Mm. So I say just go for it. Don't burn bridges, but just go for it. It's so worth, it's worth it. The days and you're going to cry and it's going to be hard and you're going to be terrified. You're going to have anxiety. You're going to be depressed. You're going to be excited. You're going to feel on top of the world one minute and literally 30 seconds later, you could feel at the bottom like this gun and it's, it will happen, but don't let that scare you. Let that motivate you um, and utilize that and then be aware of when you need to take time for yourself as an entrepreneur. I did not take a lot of time for myself this past year. And so something that I've already been working on this past month even is taking time and then saying yes to the things that I want. And the when you open up your heart and your mind and your soul and everything to it, how it all just starts flooding in and you're like, oh, this is a life. This is like, I'm getting a taste of the things that I imagined and I've always dreamt of and, you know, that I had on my vision board or I had manifesting. And so it's, you just, you have to say yes. You got to stop saying no. All right. So how do you keep faith when nothing's going on? How do you push yourself? Ooh. You know, and I just had one of those um, right before Thanksgiving, actually. I just right. uh, had a major, major total breakdown mm. um bad enough where ollie was calling me he's like um are you coming in today and i'm like i was on the phone crying i'm like no like I, I just i can't even be in public right now um just so severely severely anxiety ridden depressed crying um and 
for something, you just have to go through it. You have to know that it's going to be okay. And, and there's no, everyone's going to be different in all honesty. For me, it was, I needed to just literally do the cliche Netflix and chill. Like I had to, I had to shut my brain down. I had to stop thinking of everything else. I had to stop putting any negative thoughts in my head. Um, but the biggest transformation from that, then I spent a, I spent a week of just being like, I am not me right now. And I'm so off. And I got up, um, exactly a week later from all of when it kind of triggered and started and I went on a hike and I did something for me. And so that's one of the things it's, you know, we procrastinate or we hold off on some of the stuff that we wanted to do that had nothing to do with business. Um, but I got up and I did a hike for three and a half hours with the dog and it was like something in my brain just cleared, getting that fresh air, getting that new look. And it just, it kind of put me on that path and that kick again to kind of go, I'm going to do what I want for me. And having the faith through, it's just, you have to believe and love yourself on the inside. And it's so much easier said than done. And I understand that. But that's where I say, go, like I said, if you need to do a Netflix and chill day, go do it. If you need to have a bottle of wine and ugly cry all of it out, go for it. And don't be ashamed. I did it. And, and I'm all that much more better for it. So allow yourself the healing process. Allow yourself what you need to do to go through it is the biggest thing for me. Because so many people just try to push through it or they think that it's the end. And it's like whatever instinctually in, in your gut feels right at that moment that you need to do. So if that is to sit and cry, if it's to literally sit at the bottom of your bathtub and have hot water pouring on you and cry, go for it. Just let it, allow yourself to process through um, anything. And that's where you're going to find, you'll find that clarity and you'll find that transformation and you'll find that shift within yourself. But you have to allow yourself to do it because I can't say what's going to give someone else faith to get through whatever moment it is. But my, my whole thing is at least be authentic about it with yourself. Not with anyone. You have to do that with yourself. That's the only way that you're actually going to come out of it. Okay. And you're actually going to make progress with it. So you've got to just look inward 100%. It might take a day. It might take two days. Mine took seven. That's what it takes. It's, you know, and, and that's what you have to do. But trust me, if like, it's amazing how much of a change it makes by doing that. Because I went and looked inward and, and did and dealt with some of my own things, okay. which was really good. So. All right. So what it is the most important lesson you have learned being, since you've been there? Ooh, most important lesson. I'm still learning it. It's called controlling your emotions. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't have a poker face at all. Um, so it's probably one of the biggest things for me that I have to work on. Yeah. Of knowing when to just kind of pull that back in and, and just put on and be a little more stoic, if you will. And, but learning to kind of work with that and then work with the different personalities that are around. Um, so finding that good balance of not letting, not being too emotional as a female. Um, and I work, I'm surrounded by males all day long in the office. Um, so I'm have to deal with things a little bit differently sometimes. Um, in that aspect and a lot of the people and things that I partner with are with males. So 
it's yeah, probably really working on controlling my emotion. And I know I am not the only one <laughs> um, as an entrepreneur. So shout out or drop a comment, you guys, because you are not alone. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and I know I'm not alone. So yeah, controlling emotions. Controlling emotions. Mm-hmm. So, next question. How would you like to be remembered? What kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? Ooh, I like this question. Hmm. Something where it's a feeling inside that there's been that just openness of somebody going, she allowed me to be me and it was okay. Or she, she, she was who she wanted to be. Um, and she helped give back and kind of make that change. So one of the the paths that we're working on is Epic Mastermind Experience. That's our legacy. We're trying to figure and build it so that it becomes our legacy of changing lives for young entrepreneurs. Um, and when I say young entrepreneurs, I mean entrepreneurs that could be literally young in age or they can be young in their entrepreneurial path or career. And so we really want to make that difference. And I think that's the legacy that I want to leave behind of just saying, you know, she stepped in there and made that difference and allowed it to be okay and allowed that safe space and, and gave us that platform to stand on. Um, whether I literally give you the platform because I have a stage or I just give you that platform for yourself to stand on and allow you to be you and, and grow and, and live I, this sounds so cliche, but it's coming out naturally. Live your best life, you know, we're, and we're always growing. So, um, to allow people to remember that, to not feel so stuck. Okay. So if your grandkids are listening to this interview right now, what tips would you leave behind for them? Don't swear nearly as much as your grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) I just bought myself a Christmas present back home best fucking Christmas for it. See that here it goes again. And I should have brought it, but the mug literally says F like E F F. And then underneath it, it says U Y O U C S E E and then K K A Y. So it would spell out F U C K, but it's written. It was the funniest thing. And I saw it and I'm like, this is my spirit cup. Anybody that knows me knows that that's like, I drop F bombs. And then my mom's like reading it and she's like, huh? I'm like, Oh, fuck a duck, Nancy. Come on. And she starts laughing. I'm like, did you not get it yet? So, but this is me being my authentic self. So I tell them not to swear as much, but you know, be you. I have a trucker's mouth. Um, in that way, the, and then, yeah, just be yourself, you know, don't, don't anybody let your goofy side out. If you want to watch Disney movies all night long, watch Disney movies all night long when you're 40 years old. I don't care. I think it's the greatest thing. I still watch Disney movies. Um, but yeah, be your authentic self and try not to swear as much as your grandmother. <laughs> try not to swear and be yourself, right? Right, exactly, exactly. So where do you see yourself in five years from now? Ooh, in five years from now? Yeah. I don't know. So in a weird way. I don't know because I will be, hopefully my goal will be obviously traveling a little bit more. Um, It'll be a combination of traveling for relaxation, but traveling to do public speaking um, and kind of sharing that side of things. 
so it'll be that i mean epic mastermind will be huge you know we'll have an abundance of people coming our speakers will continue to volunteer their time into doing that but it's i'll be happy with me um and whatever that path is which is kind of cool and i know all the things that i want um but i don't have to we'll see where i'm at and that's what i like i like that i don't know exactly where i'll be okay because i'm i'm open to all the opportunities and i'm growing and i and i learned that as you know when i was 22 i thought i'd be married with children at 25 and that was the path that i was supposed to take lord knows my children and husband would be dead if that were the case because i'd go crazy so i look at those things and it's i don't know where i'll be in five years and that's what's even more exciting i know i'll be making i'll be changing the world i will be speaking to people i will be doing something that i love and that's what matters okay okay so what do you think about mentorship i think we froze again oh i think to be with you again yeah i think we froze again yeah can you we're breaking up slightly i think you froze can you hear me yeah i could hear you can you hear me okay again i was gonna say i'm like it kept freezing again all right, all right next question <laughs> what do you think about mentorship uh who are some of your mentors and what do they mentor you on Ooh, mentors. So I don't have one specific mentor. Um, I, my mentors actually really pull from podcasts. So again, I kind of go back to my mother. She, Mm -hmm. she's back in Wisconsin. She's a business coach. So I actually do call her sometimes for, for advice or questions, um, and things that I need business wise. But I really look to podcasts and I look to different people and, and I also look for, it depends on where I'm at in my life. and what I'm also needing at the moment. Mm. Um, So different things, like on my flight, I was listening to Lewis Howes and one of his books on Audible. And so it's just talking about the building of relationships and it's talking about having to be that authentic. It's talking about what you need to give in order to get. And and so it kind of varies there. And then there's days where you need some Gary V in your life where it's just, it's so raw. It's so real mm. um, that it helps kind of go, okay, well that makes sense. And then there's days where it's like you throw in Tony Robbins cause you want a little bit more of the, the fire and the destiny and the things like that. And so, mm. so I've kind of got that mix um, in that realm of more my mentorship. So I actually look to people that I don't even know as my mentors, but I know what they do and what they believe in and how they run their life. And so they kind of, what I like about that is they come to me. I can pull them when I need them and work with that from the things that they have. So I'll go search podcasts. I'll go search old videos that they have and things to, to learn from there um, in that way to be able to, kind of pull on that because most of them and they all have different some of them are saying the same thing and some are just different versions and styles of saying it but that's probably the biggest thing and then just kind of my local network of working with good friends so people that I know people that I trust and people that are on the same path as me or have accomplished something already I really look to them as a mentor and what they're doing so a lot of people in our world um that are 
hosting events that are doing public speaking that are just right here based in San Diego. It's huge as a mentor, just even for that quick phone call or quick check-in or touch-up. Okay. So why do people need mentorship and why would they want it? What is your take on that? Um, you know, I think it's, it's really good to just have that other, that other source is, you know, we get very caught up in, well, I have to figure it out. I have to do it. I have to do this myself. And, and that's okay, but don't let it run your life in that way. And so there's the whole point of don't recreate the wheel. It's already been done. So follow within the footsteps of others with your own authenticity and your own brand with it. And so by having someone that's gone through it, that is going through it, that has worked with people who have gone through whatever it may be that you're dealing with, it's, it's another shoulder to lean on. Lean on. It's a sounding board. Um, Cause I'll tell you, I can create so many stories in my head and turn it into something totally different. And so you've got to be able to get it out. You've got to be able to voice it and express it. And by having someone there as that sounding board, and as a mentor, and as a mentor, what's really nice is that they're not going to sit here and go, well, you need to do this. You have to do it this way. What they can do is they give you experiences that they've gone through, or they give you ideas or thought processes or ways, but they really allow you to then go figure out how you want to take that advice or that experiential information and put it towards what's going on with you. And so that's huge to have where you're not going and asking somebody exactly what to do and they're handing you the perfect blueprint, but they're saying, here's how I handled it. Here's how you can look at it. Here's what worked well with it. Here's what didn't, but you still have to go learn a little bit, but not feel like you're venturing off on your own or that you're completely alone in the situation. So having that mentor and having somebody, and again, a mentor doesn't mean you're checking in with them every day or you're seeing them every day or you're doing that. It could be once a month for 30 minutes. It's just knowing that you've got someone in your court um, and on your side that is there to help guide you along when sometimes those difficult paths come. Okay. And being an entrepreneur is such a long you know, journey. And mm -hmm. do you feel it is important to be part of like a mastermind group or like some kind of tribe? Absolutely. Your vibe sets your tribe. Um, so I think it, you know, and they say your, your network is your net worth. Absolutely. Like I truly believe it, you know, and when we're, we're sitting here and we're, we're grinding and we're making those differences, but again, having those like-minded individuals that you surround yourself with, it's amazing. You know, it's the phrase, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. So it's kind of that same thing of if you don't think you can do it, of course, you're going to continue to be negative in doing that. And quite frankly, none of us wants to be around that. So if you find those positive, uplifting people and people that want to network, they want to support and watch you grow um, and want to give back along with you. It's amazing how, as a collective, you can do that. So for us, that's where my Epic Mastermind experience came from. It mm. came from a group of 10 people sitting around a table every single week having a mastermind helping one another, talking about the things, the ups and the downs, growing businesses, giving referrals, how can we help each other? And then it turned into how do we actually take all of this? We have so much knowledge and so much power and we have so many great connections and people that want to give back and can that let's create this into an experience. And so that's, it became a three day yeah. um, event in order to pull all of these things 
um, together to, to try to do something for someone else, you know, surrounded by like-minded individuals. Um, majority of the group for the, the co-founders is still together. And then there's a couple of us that are just really the driving force behind it, but it's, it's a beautiful thing. So any type of specific network or mastermind that you have, I say, yes, go look up on meetups, go find something and go test them out. Don't feel like just cause you went to one means that that's where you have to stay or where you have to be. Um, you as a person will grow and you will change your wants will change. Your needs will change. Um, your past might change. So allow yourself to shift and, and find the people that are going with that and don't ever feel guilty about leaving or moving or not wanting to stay with one group for that reason. Um, I've done multiple different types of groups. I've worked with different people. And again, there's a different area for each area of my life and what I'm going through and what my goals are for that side of it. So I think it's super important. However you want to find it, even if it's starting something that's not even necessarily business, find like your own networking group for hiking, you know, or a dog group. I've got my dog friend people too that I hang out with, you know, or it's, it's totally different. And, and, but it gives me and fills something else that I need. And so I think it's a, you have to find something, whether it's one group or three groups, it doesn't matter, but you have to find something with the people that will positively support you, but that will also be real and honest and not sugarcoat things for you. Cause you don't want somebody telling you you're great all the time. Cause when reality hits you or when something happens, you're going to be like, but everybody put me up on this pedestal. No, you want the people that are going to be raw and real with you um, and call you out on your shit. So find a group like that. Uh, that's about, you know, the Epic Mass Month experience. Perfect. Yeah. So Epic Mastermind Experience, um, this coming January, 2019, the 19th, 20th, and 21st, it's a three-day event that we have going on. So it's our fourth year doing this, and we bring in thought leaders from all over the country, some from all um, from outside of throughout the world that come in to speak on our stage. So we've expanded it over three days and these thought leaders range anywhere from nine years old all the way up to 76 years old. And they've all either accomplished something are accomplishing something. They're savvy in business. They're savvy in tech. They're working really good in the digital online world. They're coaches, they're publishers. Um, they are out there trying to change the world one thing at a time, as uh, Grandma Sparky would say. And so really making that difference. And so there, we compile them all together to help bring knowledge, education, motivation, inspiration, multiple things, because as entrepreneurs, we need that whole mix. So we need things that are not only going to help us personally grow, but that it can help our business grow as well in different ways. And so that's really, we try to bring somebody from every type of life and experience that can come together. So not only are they going to have moments of speaking on stage, um, a lot of our speakers will then, someone will be on panels. And then we've got the mix of where they all sit and they all spend time um, with us while they're sitting in the audience, they're sitting on the chairs, they're there networking, motivating, working with you, which is really exciting. So we do a thing called hot seats. And with those hot seats, what they do is they, we've got about eight people to a table and you get to fill out something that's going on, whether it's in personal or business, 
Mm-hmm. And they are, then we go around and do that experiential. So here's a situation that we had and here's how we handled it and what we can do to move forward. And so here's our opinion or here's our thought or our experience um, advice. And then those people can, they take it, we write notes, we've got the forms, they fill them out. So it's a very interactive And so the things that we want to make sure is that our attendees walk away with actionable items to take or things that they can put into their daily habits, their daily routines or implement into their business to help allow them to elevate everything as that's our theme is elevate everything. So we want to give them all those actionable items to make that happen, which is really cool. And and so we expand that over the three days and there's a pitch tank usually. So we'll have a pitch tank, somebody that is looking to have their business invested in. And we've got angel investors that will be there literally ready to make an investment if it's the right type of investment and the right type of um, connection for that. Um, I've got an amazing musician coming this year, Pat Hilton from um, Acoustic Forest. He's done some promo videos for us already, which is really cool. And so from there, then he'll be performing live. He just um, performed. He actually has been traveling and he performs at Grant Cardone's, the 10X um, events. He goes all over to different masterminds. And, you know, as he's building his business, he helps all of us with music. Um, And he's, I've known him for years and he's just so unbelievably talented um, with everything, which is really cool. So, and then our newest addition that I'm really excited about that you'll be the first to hear right now publicly by Dreyfus joining us this year. So he will be speaking on stage, famous actor, um, but he's got his own movement and nonprofit and things that he's working on. So he's going to come just share with us a little bit about that. But one of my favorites that he's in is um, what about Bob and Mr. Holland's opus? So I'm like, just to go see and hang out with Mr. Holland um, and doing that. But even um, from all of his stuff. He's just such a great actor in doing that. So we're really excited to hear him talk about the movement and the world changes that he's trying to make um, outside today and whatnot. So that will be coming soon. We'll be posting about that, which we're excited for. I can't wait to start. Man, I will wait like three more, three, four weeks to the event. Um, my gosh. Yeah. We're just shy of, I think it'll be three weeks coming up starting on Saturday. So okay, yeah. Right now. It's, yeah, it's coming up very, very quickly, and we're, we're very excited. I think we're, we're, I keep forgetting how soon it comes. As soon as the holiday is over, you're just like, oh my goodness, oh, yeah. crunch mode, <laughs> it's here. So how, do people, uh, how, do, how can people attend? Is it like invite only? Can people purchase a ticket? They can purchase a ticket. So actually right now, our ticket sales are the lowest that they'll be. Starting January 1st, the prices go up. So currently, if you guys go to www.epicmastermindexperience.com, right on the homepage, you can click book now. That'll take you directly to link your ticket. Um, And then from there, I do have an extra discount code. So our early bird pricing is going on. And then from there, if you put in the code level up, L-E-V-E-L, U-P, level up, you get another 20% off of your tickets. So our tickets are at 297 right now. You get another 20% off of that. Um, But as of January 1st, they go up to 797, which is our normal ticket price. So 
you're already getting an insane discount, which is really great um, for that. So that's where I suggest go get your tickets. You can upgrade for VIP to be a part of the speaker's dinner. Um, and with all the VIPs, have specialty seating up front, which is great. Um, but otherwise, general admission is such a great opportunity um, to and spot to be able to um, just soak everything up as much as you possibly can. Nice. So last question, how can we support you? Ooh, share everything about Epic Mastermind Experience. Okay. That's, that's how I ask. Yes. Go follow us on Instagram, which is Epic Mastermind 619. You can go on Facebook, Epic Mastermind Experience. Um, but by supporting me, you're actually really supporting yourself. Um, invest in yourself. Come to the event for three days. That's really where my passion comes from. Our friends, we combine everything and you your life will change um and if you can invest in yourself and and allow yourself to be open and to come ready to learn and and dedicate those three days and that 297 dollars to yourself i promise you you will walk away with such an roi both financially emotionally mentally spiritually in every way that it's it literally can last you the entire year and that's the amazing part it really does um so by supporting me it's honestly it's supporting yourself and investing in yourself by by coming um and being ready ready to change um and ready to change this world together ready to change the world together guys so if someone get you can uh how, how do people get in touch with you so you guys can actually, I am super, I'm pretty active on Instagram. So the way to get in touch with me um, is either through Epic Mastermind Experience, that one, or through mine, which is Nick Marie, N-I-K underscore Marie, M-A-R-I-E, zero six. Um, so that's where I spend a lot of my time. Um, I do a lot of messaging on there, communicating with people. Um, I post a decent amount, but that's a great spot to get a hold of me um, to learn kind of what's going on to be involved um, and to just kind of keep up on my journey as well. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Nicole. We're yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and we are definitely looking forward to attending Epic Mass Mod Experience. I cannot wait to have you guys there, so I'm excited. Yeah. Perfect.